Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, DGens, it is Wednesday, October 4th. We have our NFL Week 4 DGen rank, and we're betting more baseball playoffs. Hopefully, we do better than we did yesterday. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only six Panther Panther. Other than the Phillies, uh, not a good day for us. Yeah, I, I, I was going through the list of the games. I was like, well, fuck, the Phillies might as well have lost just to give us the, the over, man. But holy cow, do I, I got to eat some crow here because I really was hard on the Diamondbacks to chastise the Diamondbacks for pitching Brandon Fat, but maybe they knew something or, or uh, what, what do they call the sabermetrics or whatever, but they knew something because Brandon Fat pitched pretty good and the Diamondbacks did their job and now they get a technically home field advantage no matter what happens today going back to Arizona. That was probably the one that shocked me the most with Fat on the mound. Yeah, man, listen, um, I, I, they don't go back to Arizona. I th- I th- aren't all three games in the um, same area? Yeah, so they're not traveling. They they don't travel oh, during, during this first series. No, no, no. All, all three games are going to be in Milwaukee. But what they do have the advantage of is now they're up 1-0, and they got Zach fucking Gallon on the mound today, which we will get to. Yeah, these opening series, because the fact that they're only three-game series, they don't, they don't, they don't travel, travel. at all. Yeah, right. So they they basically just uh, have the uh, three games uh, in the the I guess the division winner plus the best uh, wild card. Wild so card. that's where the that's where the Phillies are hosting as well. And then um, yeah, after the, after so this the, these series will wrap up, which is just odd. It's gonna wrap up like Thursday, and then we got no baseball on a Friday, which is great for us because we'll just talk all NFL on Friday. It works for us, but it's like for baseball, it's like 
no baseball on a Friday night. That just seems odd. So yeah, the uh, the next series, the uh, D- the ALDS and the NLDS will start on Saturday with uh, the winners of these series going uh, to Baltimore, to Houston, to Atlanta, and to LA. Anyway, that was baseball yesterday. Shitty day of baseball, but we will be back to betting it today because well, that's what we do. We're a sports betting show. I don't know if you know that. I mean, yeah, we do. We do better. Uh, some, sometimes we're we're good at it too. Sometimes we're g- uh, good at betting sports. Not like yesterday. Okay, what we are good at also is it's a sports entertainment show. Is doing something entertaining, and every week we do our DGen ranks, which means Panther, you rank the teams one to ten. I rank the teams one to ten. We rank the the bottom five teams as well. I throw them in a hat, mix it all up, and then whatever comes out, comes out. Okay. Best teams in football, according to us DGens. Tied for number 10, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Houston Texans. It's tied for number 10. Number 9, the Detroit Lions. Number 8, the Seattle Seahawks. Number 7, the Miami Dolphins. Number 6, the Baltimore Ravens. Number five, the Dallas Cowboys. Number four, the Kansas City Chiefs. Number three, the Buffalo Bills. Number two, the Philadelphia Eagles. And number one, the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, across the board, we all had, we, San Francisco was number one for us. Two and three kind of get, two, three and four kind of get mixed up. You still don't like Buffalo, man. What the fuck is, what is your problem? You still don't like Buffalo. They've dominated three consecutive fucking games. They, they lost that shit show to the fucking Jets in week one. They should be four and oh. You just don't like Buffalo. I, I don't know if that's fair to say. I'm warming up to Buffalo, but it's hard for me to punish a team that won, even though it wasn't pretty. Although it could have been pretty if, you know, we didn't slide at the two-yard line and it's a double-digit win for the Chiefs. But, alas, I couldn't punish the Chiefs uh, for a three-point victory over the Jets and move Buffalo up. Um, So, Buffalo, Kansas City, interchangeable. I'm still going to give the undefeateds the benefit of the doubt. And speaking of undefeateds, this is the difference between a loss and not a loss. You know, we've got Seattle, I've got Seattle above Detroit because they beat Detroit in Detroit. But if Detroit wins that game, I probably have them number three because of their victory over Kansas City. So that one little loss has Detroit trickling down there in the seven a hole. As, uh, yeah, well, it's funny because so you you had Seattle eight and Detroit nine. I had Seattle seven and Detroit eight. So I mean, right there, M- Miami was the big drop on my list. Miami dropped down all the way to nine on my list with that loss to Buffalo. Um, is it fair? I don't know. My I I I do things by numbers. Like I actually have like a formula that that kind of spits mine out. And Miami because they're beat down. Uh, against uh, the Bills last week. They dropped significantly. It did not balance out the fact that they beat the shitty-ass Denver Broncos, who will get to uh, by 50 fucking points, because that didn't matter, because they weren't uh, they weren't a high-ranking team. You know, like uh, from a, a, a percentage points, it, that win over Denver did not do as much as that loss to Buffalo did, because Buffalo was a, you know, quote-unquote good team. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I had San Francisco one, you had San Francisco one. I had Buffalo 2, you had Philadelphia 2, which it's fine. Like, I mean, Philadelphia had that overtime win against Washington. It was a tough, 
game for them. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, you know, yeah, they're always going to be in the top. They're undefeated. They're always going to be in the top right there. I then had Philadelphia three. You had Kansas City three. I had Kansas City four. You then had Buffalo four. So our top four lockstep in regards to the top four teams. We're in agreement with the top four teams and interchangeable. Right? Then it gets to I had Dallas five. You had Miami five. So you still have a lot of love from Miami, it seems. I it's an ugly loss. It looks bad, but to your point, it was a really good Buffalo team. Um, but I'm not ready to bury the Dolphins. Now they go out and you know get lamb blasted this week or have another ugly loss, then we might start have to have some questions about them. But I am a believer in Miami. I just chalk that as a you know, yes, it was a bad loss, but at the end of the day, it was just a loss. Okay, and that, listen. I mean, I have Dallas five by the numbers, but my 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 gut doesn't say that Dallas is a top five team. Uh, do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, my numbers say Dallas. I mean, you have them six, so I mean, you agree that they're, they're a cusp I, I, top five team. But you know, yeah, I've got issues and concerns with Dallas, right? Oh, agreed. And I, and I think even having them there, I think it came down to this. Like for me, Miami Dallas. Who do I like better? I like Miami better than Dallas. I probably even like a few of the other teams below Dallas more than Dallas, but God, I just, I'm kind of giving Dallas the benefit of the doubt. Like, I don't know why. I don't know. I would, I would, uh, you had Baltimore seven. I had Baltimore six. I wish my, I wish my number said Baltimore was five because I do genuinely believe that we still have not seen the best of Baltimore and they won by three touchdowns. And we did not I mean, against I get I get it against a Deshaun Watsonless Browns, which is just like the Browns for the last twenty fucking years, right? I mean, this is why they went out and paid a small fortune for a guy like Deshaun Watson. They've been quarterback hungry, even though uh, the, their previous quarterback is also made our DGen rank. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, but yeah, listen, I my I wish my number said Baltimore was a top five team because I think I think I like Baltimore better than Dallas in in terms of potential potentially dallas is going to fall off the face of the earth potentially baltimore could win the fucking super bowl i completely agree i think the upside for baltimore is you know the sky's the limit they can compete with buffalo kansas city philadelphia they're right there dallas is where they are and they haven't played a tough opponent yet i'm waiting for their schedule to get harder because they don't have a quality win um, so yeah, they're there. I've got them there, but like you, I don't feel good about it. All right. The, the, uh, I won't say the elephant in the room, the Texan in the room is I, I had Houston at number 10. You had Tampa Bay at number 10. I had Tampa Bay at number 11. So like really fucking close between Houston and Tampa Bay for me. Um, so I don't, I don't disagree with your Tampa Bay pick. Tell me that you had Houston 11 though. Houston's right there. And matter of fact, so this is where what happened with Tampa Bay. They were losing handedly to the New Orleans Saints two weeks ago. And Derek Carr went down, and Tampa Bay ends up holding on and winning that game. If Tampa Bay loses that game to New Orleans, I probably do have the Houston Texans at number 10. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. We're probably going to talk about this over the next couple of days as we talk NFL but I think at this point right now, we like the Houston Texans to win that division. And with C.J. Stroud, as long as he's on the field, I don't think this is a team anybody really wants to play. This team can score, 
I don't know too much about their defense, but this offense can move the ball and put up points. Yeah, my my issue with Jacksonville, and, and by the way, Jacksonville had a convincing win in London. They they beat an Atlanta team that was an above five hundred team at the time. Uh, I like their head coach. Listen, I I like I like ja- Jacksonville's head coach. He's been there, done that. He's he's an Andy Reid disciple. He's won a Super Bowl. Um, Joey Trevor Johnny Lawrence, whatever the fuck his name is, as a quarterback, seems good. Uh, I do have some still some question marks about the weapons that they have around him. What I love about Houston and CJ Stroud is he's making names of players that don't have names. He is making players around him better. He is not relying on needing weapons. Doesn't that sound familiar to you? Doesn't it sound like a guy like Patrick Mahomes who it doesn't fucking matter who's around him? I mean, yeah, of course, he's always going to have a safety blanket, Travis Kelsey, and he did have Tyreek Hill for all those years, right? I, I, I hear you. But Patrick Mahomes is winning despite a lack of talent around him. And that's what I see in CJ Stroud is like he doesn't fucking care. He doesn't get tunnel vision. He finds the open guy. He knows the routes really well. And the guys are, you know, these fucking guys are showing up and they're playing hard for him. You know, um, well-coached team as well. Who is it? Uh, um, uh, Is it D'Amico Ryan? Is the head coach right? Right, right. Um, yep, he's from yep. uh, he's from San Francisco, I believe. Right, he was he was the defensive coordinator in San Francisco. I want to say. Um, so you know, listen, a guy that is um, for a team that has gone through a lot of head coach turnover, I think they probably made the right decision in moving on from you know the, their their last head coach. Um, and 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 bringing in Ryan, who was it? Lovey Smith was last year. Was it? Was that their coach last year? I remember? Was, yeah, yeah. M- remember they yeah. uh, they they got pissed off because he won that fucking game that that lost them the number one pick in the draft. Like they fucking yeah, um, that was that was a hell of a fucking that was a hell of a win. If you, if you guys listen, if you, if you got a fucking fishbowl memory, uh, please look up that fucking game last season. That was goddamn amazing. Houston winning that game, but I think they got their head coach now. They got their quarterback. Houston's a dangerous fucking team. I do think that they're a threat to win their division. I like Jacksonville, you know, probably at the end of the season, they probably do have what it takes to win the division. Maybe Houston, you know, uh, hits a bump in the road or two. Cause I mean, rookie quarterbacks can't sustain this, right? I mean, uh, is he going to keep playing like this? I, I hope so. I really do. But I mean, he's a rookie quarterback. He's probably going to hit a bump in the road for a couple of games. Um, but I like what I see from Houston. Bottom teams, are you ready for the the bottom rank? We didn't we didn't do this last year. This is new for the DGen ranks this year. Are you ready for the bottom rank? We'll we'll go from um, least worst to worst. All right, ready? Okay, <laughs> let's do it. New England Patriots, Carolina Panthers, New York Giants, Denver Broncos, Chicago Bears. So Chicago didn't really change out of that spot. Uh, however, I would I would argue that is take, basically a virtual tie between Denver and Chicago at at one or five or, or 32, whatever the fuck you want to say is the worst because I had Denver as my worst team. You had Chicago as your worst team. So if you add the math together, technically it's a virtual tie for the worst team in the fucking league. It's a tie. We just saw them play. It was a tale of two halves. Chicago dominated the first half and then they went full Chicago bears in the second half, making the Denver Broncos a winner. The only good thing that I feel about this is that I'm right about the Denver Broncos. Remember when the preseason they had the Broncos being better than the Raiders, who we also don't like. But I'm like, how? 
How are the Broncos better than damn near anybody? I don't like this team. I don't like Russell Wilson. I can, I'm not even going to give you a pushback for putting them in dead last. I hope they finish dead last. Chicago at least has upside with Justin Fields and some of the talent that they have on that team. I don't see any upside for these Denver Broncos. I got I got to get my phone here to to you know I I have my uh, my one uh, my one buddy who's a, a big time Jets fan so uh, <laughs> and I, I, I well I'm on a uh, I'm on like a group chat with him and another uh, friend of mine and this was him yesterday one more good game out of Zach and this town is going to turn attention to Daniel Jones and his forty million dollar contract um, my other buddy won't even take that one more game like that dot dot dot. Uh, you know, the Jets fan outscored 64 to three at home this season. So this is where I get in and dude got sacked 10 times. I, I you know, I, I get somewhere on him, but that O-line sucks and no, no Saquon to mask it. And I wouldn't worry about getting another good game out of Milf Slayer. And then at the same time, I write, unless they play Denver and he wrote the Denver game is personal. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, listen, that Denver that Denver defense fooled us into thinking that Justin Fields is a good quarterback, right? I mean, if if fucking Zach Wilson goes in there and absolutely fucking destroys this Denver team, I mean, there's going to be no argument that they're the worst fucking team in the league, right? I mean, that's uh, no fucking doubt here. Um, and that's that's the game this week, by the way. That is the Jets versus Broncos this week. So uh, Jets could go to mile high and just absolutely fucking stomp over the goddamn Broncos, and then there'll be no argument. Uh, we do, of course, have uh, tomorrow we'll be talking the Bears, by the way. Finally, finally, Panther, we've been asking for it all season. The Bears, Thursday night football against the Washington football commanders. So uh, I, I like Cobra Commanders. I, I, you, you coined that one the other day. The, the Washington Cobra Commanders would be better uh, fitting for them. So we do get to see the Bears play there. Um, I, listen, I'm not going to pick Nits. You, you had Carolina in there. I had Las Vegas in there, right? Um, man, I – yeah, they're an 0-4 team, so I get why they're in there, you know? Um, I just – man, I've got a better feeling out of Carolina than I do Vegas, man. I just – there's something wrong there, and it's. I mean, it starts with the ownership. The, I think the head coach is wrong. I think. Um, I think there's so much wrong with this Las Vegas team. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo injured, and, and fucking Devontae Adams hurt his shoulder. I mean, fuck, man. I listen. I concede Carolina to you because they're 0 four, but it, it, I don't see much of a difference between Vegas and Carolina, in my opinion. Yeah, you probably throw. The Giants, the Jets, the Patriots. Yeah, there's not a lot of difference. There's some really bad teams in this NFL. Um, I didn't put Vegas in my bottom five because I probably like five other teams less than Vegas. But you're right. There's not a lot to hold on. We were talking about Belichick and we talked about New England yesterday. And I, I'm really to make. I'm willing to make this trade. I will trade Josh McDaniels back to New England. And take Mac Jones off their hands just to be rid of Josh McDaniels. I'm starting to long for the days of John Gruden, and that's not a positive thing. Like, the Raiders just can't seem to get it right when it comes to the head coach. Well, they had it right. They did. Right? They, they had Versace. Right. They had Versace. Right. They, <laughs> they had the guy. They had the fucking guy. Oh my God! Uh, I don't know if I Basacha if I would come back if the Raiders invited him to come back, but yeah, the Raiders are there. 
the, the, the thing with me is the Raiders actually have talent. We can name names for the Raiders. Outside of Bryce Young for the Carolina Panthers, I don't know who else is on this team. So it's it's Adam Thielen and Chuba Hubbard. There I, you go. I, <laughs> yeah, they, I'm I'm I mean I like Adam Thielen. I just liked him in Minnesota. Um, and is DJ Chark still there? Or is he gone too? I think Chark is gone. I <sighs> See, I don't like. I just can't. I mean, I think Carolina has more upside just because they know they're rebuilding. I don't think the Raiders know what the fuck they're doing. And and, and to your point, no, that's ownership, yeah. that's management, and now. It's coaching because McDaniels, oh, just, I mean, somebody just go videotape other teams' scrimmages and practices for him because without some help, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Uh, DJ Chark is there, as is Miles Sanders. So there you go, Miles Sanders. Uh, Co-running back with Chuba Hubbard, DJ Chark is there, though, uh, with Adam Thielen at wide receiver. And, uh, oh, yeah, of course, the Red Rifle, Andy fucking Dalton. There you go. That's that's the fucking that's Carolina Panthers roster for 2023. Okay, that was DJ rank for the week. We do have some baseball bets to get to. Four games on the board. Four games we're betting. Uh, four games that the series could just be over today, possibly. You'll find out after this short break. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right. DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. We are back, possibly never left you. Thank you, X Chris, for joining and listening live. I didn't even send the announcement. We've been going kind of early these last few days, and I didn't want to uh, disturb people with the at everyone because it seems like the at everyone is, um, you know, it's a trigger. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a trigger around here, you know. So pe- people, uh, you know, people quit the Discord if I at everyone sometimes. So I uh, I use it sparingly. Six thirty was my cutoff for at everyone, not fucking five thirty like we went yesterday, or six fifteen or whatever we went today. All right, Panther, um, baseball today. Let me pull up these lines for you. Uh, we are looking at the Texas Rangers. Continuing their series at the Tampa Bay Rays, you have Texas plus 140, uh, Tampa Bay minus 152 on the mound for the Rangers. Nathan Avaldi, who's having a stellar fucking season against Zach Eflin, who is also having a very good season. Chalky one, Panther. Do the Rays get knocked out today? I think it's going to be the biggest disappointment in baseball this season. The team that started so hot. To start the season, they were going to be unbeatable. They were going to set records. Is going to be watching the remainder of the postseason like the rest of us. 
from their sofa after today. I think the Rangers do get it done. The pitching matchup is a wash, and the hitting matchup, I mean, you have to give the advantage to the Rangers. They have just better power hitters in Adolis Garcia and Corey Seager. These two guys can absolutely change the outs, um, outcome of a game. I don't think the Rays have those kind of players. So, yes, I think the value and the outright money is, is if this was an even line, I'd probably be taking the Rangers here. But I love the value. I'm on the Rangers. Man, I, I've seen this story before, Panther. You bet bury a game. Him, right? We're going to bury you, him. You bet a game. I bet a game. We agree. And then shit goes wrong. Oh, fuck. Plus 140 is just too much for me not to fucking like the Rangers. Yeah, Chris is on the Rangers, too. We got a fucking trifecta of betting the fucking Rangers here. Man, uh, yeah, listen, uh, it's a story of Tampa Bay, right? You know, it's a story of fucking Tampa Bay. And and they squandered that fucking big lead in the AL East. They went, went through that uh, that period of time where they weren't winning consistent series and the Orioles fucking won the East. And now here you go. Knocked out in the first fucking round. Hopefully they get a new stadium. Hopefully they can keep some fucking talent around them. $10 bet on the Rangers. Next up, another series that can end today. I'm worried about this because it's one of my fucking futures bets. That is the Toronto Blue Jays plus 124 at the Minnesota Twins minus 134. Blue Jays got Barrios on the mound. Barrios is a hittable guy. Going against one of our favorite pitchers, man, Sonny fucking Gray. Panther, I know we like the Blue Jays. I feel like they had to win game one, though. Going against Sonny Gray is a tough fucking thing. Do they get it done today? Do the Blue Jays win this one? This is a tough I was really surprised with Gosman on the mound yesterday. Um, but today, Berrios has been better at home. I like him a little less on the road. But I still believe the Blue Jays have the better offense. They've got to at least take some pitches. They've got to make Sonny Gray expire, right, in about five or six innings and maybe take a run at that bullpen. They need to hope for a low-scoring game. But at the end, I, again, I can't turn down the value of the Blue Jays on a plus line. I love Sonny Gray. God, I wish he was still in Cincinnati with the Reds. But I think Berrios is capable enough in this spot to do them justice. Got to take the value again. I'm on the Blue Jays. All right. Finally, some disagreement here. I'm the man. I don't know if I'm hedging my bet here or something like that. Maybe I got to throw extra money on the twins because I do have that futures play on the Blue Jays, but I think the twins get it done today. I, I really feel like the Blue Jays should have won game one. I, I agree. They've got the hitting talent. They're ultimately on paper, the better team than Minnesota. But Minnesota's got the – I think the pitching advantage is significant in this one. Barrios is not the Barrios of, of old. Um, Sonny Gray is the Sonny Gray that we've known for fucking years. I think he shows up in a big spot. $10 bet on the Twins, and X-Chris agrees with me on that one. So split decision for you, Panther. All right. Moving on. Wow. You, you, you said it in the opening. The Arizona Diamondbacks won yesterday. They beat the Milwaukee Brewers with fat on the mound. Today they continue their series as a dog once again – Plus 114 at Milwaukee, minus 126, of course, on the mound for the Diamondbacks. Zach motherfucking Gallon going against Freddie Peralta. Um, man, are you fading your boy Gallon? I'm tempted to. 
Gallon over the last month really has not pitched all that well. He's been very hittable. A couple games he actually got shellacked and chased out of the game. Um, but it's going against a, a Milwaukee team and Freddie Peralta, who's just a straight flamethrower. Peralta is a, a strikeout pitcher. He can't go deep. He won't go deep. He's about a five-inning pitcher. And then I mean, Milwaukee's got a very capable bullpen, so that's not a bad thing for the Brewers to get five innings out of Peralta. But I still am getting Zach Gallen, and I'm still getting a plus line. I mean, I'm double down. I double down on the Blue Jays. I'm doubling down on the D-backs. These are two of my preseason darlings going into this tournament. Come on, Zach. One fucking game. One motherfucking game. Give us your all. I'm back in the D-backs. Ten bucks on Arizona. You know that game that you referred to? I recall that game because it was the Mets who fucking chased him. He put up, <laughs> they put up six runs against Gallon and chased him. However, that was after he had just pitched a complete game. So he went nine innings against uh, the Chicago White Sox or the Cubs. It was one of the Chicago teams. He went nine innings against one of the Chicago teams and then followed that up with um, a shit show against the Mets. Since then, he's been pretty fucking good. I've, Peralta got chased in his last outing against the fucking Marlins. He only went three innings before getting fucking knocked out of that game, but was pitching pretty fucking good before that. Brewers at home. Uh, Diamondbacks, again, not a, the greatest of road teams. In Zach, I trust, though. Man, I got to do it. $10 bet on the D-backs. Which brings us to game number four, which I don't even know if we have to talk about, but we're going to anyway. The Miami Marlins. Uh... Going to get bounced today as they are in Philadelphia again. Miami plus 135, Philadelphia minus 150. Now, okay, pitching matchup. Garrett Raymond on the fucking mound for the fish against, uh, you know, staff ace, quote unquote, fucking Aaron Nola, right? I mean, there's, there's that. Nola's been pitching really fucking good as of late. His last three outings have been really good. Um, man. I, I, listen, I, I know I usually have you go first, but I'm going to say I'm just betting. I'm betting the Phillies here. I bet you know. And if the Phillies lose, I'll fucking I'll throw three times the amount on the fucking Phillies in, in Game Three. <laughs> I'm just saying, Phillies ain't going to lose today. It's not going to happen. No, no way. I, I, I'm with you. I, not only the only thing that throws me off about this game is minus one sixty. Uh, why isn't it worse? Like seriously, why isn't this closer to minus? 200 that kind of caught me off guard makes me wonder if there's some money or some sharps on the marlins braxton garrett is a very capable pitcher we've been saying this about the fish for three fucking years about their pitching their hitting is improved but it's not philly level hitting and that's what it comes down to bryce harper uh liam Malto, and any any of these guys one swing of the bat can completely finish off the fish the fish just don't have that capability. At minus 160, I think there's a ton of value here. I'm with you. We're on the Phillies, and it uh, looks like we've got a three-game parlay. Yeah, listen, man, uh, we can get minus 150 at one sports book for the Phillies, so we'll lock that in as well. Uh, but this line opened up minus 144, and most books do have it as minus 160 or worse. The money is hammering Philadelphia, so you don't have to worry about the Sharps. They're the Sharps like Philadelphia. And we do have our parlay. Let's look at the chat here. Uh, X Chris, uh, as I mentioned, he's taking Gallon and uh, he's money lining the D backs. He says, fuck the fish. 
And he says, it sucks they lost Sandy, though. I feel bad for the Marlins. I don't feel bad for the fucking Marlins. Fuck the fish. All right, parlay time. We got the Texas Rangers plus 140, the Arizona D-backs plus 114, and the Philadelphia Phillies minus 150 for a solid payout of plus 758. We're not getting greedy today with four games because we actually disagreed on the fourth game. Um, that'll do it on this Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow. Panthers got college football. So if you're in the asylum, if you're in, if you join the fucking chat and you want Panther to talk about a game, let us know today. So Panthers prepared to talk about it tomorrow. Uh, college football tomorrow, Thursday night football tomorrow. As I mentioned, no baseball on Friday. So we'll do all football on Friday. And of course, you know, uh, We'll have to do some NHL and some NBA talk very soon. It is heating up. Tis the season for fucking sports. Panther, take us home. Yeah, I think our days of 20, 25, and 30-minute podcasts might be done. Just a lot of stuff coming to the table. Even We're in October. You know what that means, Max? There's college football tonight. No real games that are noteworthy to talk about, but it's fucking football. I watch Canadian football if it's on TV just because it's football. Uh, that's what we love around here is football. And if you guys want me to talk football, get in the Discord, shoot the shit with us, call us out by name. Tell me what you want me to talk about. I'll make sure we cover it. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. And when it's all said, done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace.